Good evening, my good friends. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my Periscope. Welcome. Uh, my name is uh, Andre Lefevre, independent citizen journalist. Welcome. Uh, I practice something that has become illegal in the United States and the rest of the Western world, and that it that something is called uh, the First Amendment. I love to mouth off on things political, things cultural, things interesting. We're going to talk about a few things today. Um, I'm being severely shadow banned, and I'd like to expand my reach, if you will. So please uh, retweet and repost uh, uh, this periscope, please. So. Today, 12 rhino senators stabbed us, the middle class, the freedom-loving people in the back, uh, by uh, voting for stopping the building of the uh, wall on our southern border. Also, a couple of days ago, I read an alarming uh, article in Wall Street Journal. It looks like uh, China controls 95% of the inter intercontinental voice in data traffic through the undersea uh, cables. We're going to dive into that. Uh, a piece of good news, it looks like uh, Mueller's investigation is spinning out. Uh, one of the, uh, uh, one of the uh, indicators is that he let go or Andrew Weissman quit by himself and Andrew Weissman is the biggest thug in the uh, United States Justice Department. It looks like he left Mueller's crew and he left uh, U.S. Uh, Justice Department completely, and that is a good news, or at least he's scheduled to leave. Uh, Mueller's uh, report seems to be for sale on Amazon, and it looks like um, you can buy it on the 26th. Something's going on on the 26th. Uh, kind of odd that the report is for sale. And it looks like ruling class is uh, losing its moral high ground. I mean, the ruling class, 50 individuals have been charged with bribing colleges, Ivy League colleges, to accept their IQ children. And I'm going to pontificate on that subject a little bit. Uh, and something that I talked about a few days ago, it looks like New Mexico is okay with sending, with killing babies, unborn babies, and having them, uh, and of course that means tacit approval of them being dismembered, killed, dismembered, and their body parts sold on the open uh, market. Well, Let's start with uh, let's start with the rhinos. Let's start uh, let's start with uh, let's start with the rhinos. Um, this is uh, an article from uh, USA Today, and I'm waiting for it uh, to load. Apparently, uh, twelve uh, rhinos break with President Trump vote to end his border emergency. 
Vito expect? Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. And um, for one reason or another, it's not. Here we go. Just takes a moment for it to move. I think when I'm broadcasting, when I'm live streaming, it's 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 a tiny bit slow. Moving for, uh, and I'm gonna read you the full list. Of, full list of here we go. Washington in a uh, in a major uh, rebuke to President Donald Trump on his signature domestic policy issue. The Republican-controlled Senate voted Thursday to block uh, the national emergency for the uh, voted. Uh, hold on a second. It, it moved. It moved. Uh, the dozen of Republicans joined all Democrats backing a resolution to rescind Trump's effort to tap into more than six uh, billion that Congress set aside for other programs most of them at the Pentagon. Trump voted to use his veto power for the first time to kill the resolution which passed the House last month. This is not likely enough opposition to override that veto. So let's uh, let's look at who, uh, who the rhinos are. Uh, we have Senator Lamar Alexander of Tennessee that voted uh, to stop building the walls, uh, so he wants more illegals. Senator uh, Roy Blunt of uh, Missouri also voted to have to not to build the wall and have more illegals uh, voting Democrat. Senator Susan uh, uh, Collins of Massachusetts also, I'm sorry, she's of Maine, I think she's of Maine, voted uh, uh, for more illegals to vote Democrat in our countries. Uh, Senator Mike Lee of Utah, and I'm really disappointed in, uh, in, in Mike Lee. I always thought he was a Tea Partier and a MAGA person, but apparently he's okay with illegals voting uh, uh, Democrat in the United States. Senator uh, Jerry Morgan uh, uh, of Kansas voted to have more illegals voting Democrat. Senator Lisa Murkowski of uh, Alaska, she's a known squishy rhino. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen of Alaska, please vote her out. I guess uh, she wants more uh, illegals voting Democrat. Uh, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, uh, him I really don't understand. Looks like he sold out to uh, uh, sold out to Soros. I don't know how, uh, but uh, he doesn't want the wall. So there will be more illegals voting in Kentucky against them. Uh, uh, Senator. Uh, uh, Senator Rodman of Ohio wants more illegals voting Democrat. Senator Mitt Romney of Utah. Uh, that's all one messed up individual. Might as well be Democrat. Uh, Senator uh, Marco Rubio of Florida. Here's an interesting case of uh, somebody who is totally controlled by military industrial complex. Has no mind of his own. He's worse than Rhino. He's a globalist. Sen uh, Senator Patrick Toomey of Pennsylvania, known known Rhino, and Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi. I know nothing about him. Uh, all of them need to be primary, in my view, but all of them are okay with uncontrolled 
illegal immigration to the United States. They don't want the war. Uh, I hope uh, the projections are right and uh, uh, Trump will veto it and the veto will not be overridden. But um, who knows? Who knows? Um, now, the next uh, subject that I have actually alarmed me. Before I found uh, this, and I think I found this on Drudge, a link on Drudge to the Wall Street Journal, I had no idea that China controlled 95% of the undersea cable that uh, carries 95% of the inter intercontinental voice and, uh, and data traffic. Um, here's a story from a couple of days ago, Wall Street Journal headline, uh, America's undersea battle with China for control of the global internet grid. Uh, subhead Chinese company Highway is embedded itself into cable system uh, that fare nearly all of the world's intercontinental uh, internet traffic. And that was posted on March 12. Let me read you the story, at least some of it. Uh, a new front has opened in the battle between the U.S. and China over control of global networks that uh, deliver the internet. This one is beneath the ocean. While the U.S. wages a high-profile campaign to exclude China's highway technologies company from next-generation mobile, mobile networks over fears of espionage, the company is embedding itself into undersea cable networks that ferry nearly all of the world's uh, internet data. About 380 active submarine cables, bundles of fiber-optic lines that travel oceans on the seabed, carry about 95 percent of intercontinental voice and uh, uh, data traffic, making them critical for the economies and national security of most countries. Uh, current um, and former security officials in the U.S. and allied governments now worried that these cables are increasingly vulnerable to espionage and attack and uh, say in the involvement of the highway potentially enhances uh, China's capability. It looks like this company highway is controlled by the Chinese government. Um, has a nice map showing where they are. Uh, let's see what it's saying. Chinese company majority owned by Highway Technologies has worked on some 90 projects uh, to build or upgrade the cables around the world. Uh, highway denies any threat. The U.S. hasn't publicly provided evidence of its claims that Highway Technologies poses a cyber risk. Its efforts to persuade other countries to, side, to sideline the company's communication technology has been met, met with skepticism by some. Um, you know, ladies and gents, it, 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 you don't have to be a genius to realize if, uh, if, uh, if a company is owned uh, uh, by Chinese government, it has a political mid uh, and military and cultural threat. Uh, China is a tightly controlled dictatorship uh, right now ruled by technocrats. We will have social scores. It is involved in genocides. Uh, uh, right now, active genocide is going on of the Uyghur uh, people in the north. It's about, uh, there are about 12 million Uyghurs out there. Six of them are in the death camps. Um, China is not pretty and fuzzy and wonderful. There are no uh, rainbows and unicorns on there. 
It's a, it's a severe communist country. They put up a nice face. They stole enough technology from us to advance to the point where they can actually land uh, a probe on the uh, dark side of the moon. But internally, internally, most of their population lives in the pre-industrial age, tightly controlled. Uh, and uh, to have a um, villain like that controlling 95% of the uh, internet is uh, unacceptable as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's see how this develops. At least I'm, I'm glad that stories like that uh, are beginning to surface. Uh, let's talk about more uh, about the control of the internet. Looks there is some good news. Uh, this is a story uh, from again a couple of days ago from uh, uh, phys.org, psych.org. The headline uh, uh, reads: um, "Murdoch News Calls for Google Breakup." This is a, a story from Australia. Uh, Robert Murdoch's News Corporation has uh, called for uh, Google to be broken up in Australia. The latest salvo in a battle between the corporate media giants. In a petition to Australian regulators, uh, News uh, Corporation's local subsidiary complained that Google enjoys overwhelming market power both online and uh, ad tech services. Uh, I would like to know why we don't have a move like that in the United States. I don't know what's going to happen in Australia. I hope um, I hope Murdoch is uh, will prevail. But uh, to the libertarians, uh, to the libertarian friends of mine who say, "Well, you, you a government should not be regulating private business." Um, let me rebut this. Google is not a private business. You cannot tell me who owns Google. There's not a single person or a group of people who owns Google. Google just exists ephemerally. Originally, DARPA put up the money to develop Google. And DARPA, the last time I checked, uh, is, uh, is owned by the U.S. government. It's, it's, uh, it's a government institution. And uh, in my view, all the international corporations are not private businesses. Uh, if you operate in the United States and you're an international corporation, to me, you're not a private business. You cannot say that somebody owns it. Uh, they need to follow a U.S. Constitution, the First, Second, and Fourth Amendment. They do, especially the First Amendment. Uh, and they need to be broken up as well. Every time uh, any entity reaches the critical mass of becoming a uh, monopoly like Google is, it needs to be broken up. It needs, uh, otherwise it's going to be tyranny. Otherwise, uh, in Google, for most part, bought themselves so much influence in Washington, D.C. So you can argue that the executives at Google uh, are making policy and uh, making laws in the United States. And um, they should be subject to the, uh, uh, they, should, they should be subject to antitrust action. They should be broken up in many, many different pieces. So small that they cannot control the policy of Washington, D.C. Um, the next subject I wanted to talk is uh, also 
uh, has to do with uh, with the internet. It appears that uh, finally, finally, uh, some of the Republicans are hearing us, people who enjoy uh, watching the internet, uh, consuming news, or expressing ourselves like myself uh, on the internet. Um, this is uh, from reclaimthenet.org, the headline uh, from March 11. A new Republican bill wants to make it illegal for social media giants to censor against political speech. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, the Stop Social Media Censorship Act uh, aims at preventing the social media giants like YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter from censoring posts and banning users on grounds of so-called hate speech. Republican Senator Joe uh, Gruters uh, uh, has uh, initiated uh, this bill on March uh, March 1, and on March 8, 2019, uh, this bill was referred to the Innovation, Industry, and Technology Committee. Here are the aims of the bill. Providing that owner-operator of a social media website is subject to a private right or action by social media website user in the state under certain conditions prohibiting social media website from using hate speech in defense um, authorizing the attorney general to bring action on behalf of social media web user. Now, um, does it say it is a state or a U.S. Republican? Uh, no, it doesn't, doesn't say. According to this bill, any social media platforms with over 75 million users he found censoring speech on the basis of ideological driven censorship will, will be penalized. The companies will have to pay 75% per violation or else they uh, have to restore the post and the profile that has been banned or censored to avoid uh, charges and violation. Um, you know, um, I... You know, Senator... Joe Gooder is the not ring a bell. Let me see if I can Google him real quick. Uh, let's see. Senator. Oops. Let's see what, what comes up. I have not come across this name. Well, it looks like he is uh, he's from Florida. He looks like... Uh, yeah, he looks like... It, it, so it's not a federal law. This is a state law in... Uh, in in uh, in the state of Florida, the story did not say it. All right. Uh, so this is Senator Joe Gruters, a party Republican, the Florida Senate. Well, uh, my my uh, my hat is off to Senator Gruters. Uh, this is a good beginning. When I started reading the story, I thought it might be a federal. Uh, it might it might talk about U.S. Senate. So this is a state Senate. Um, those are. Those are good. Uh, those are good news. Those are very, very good news. All right. Uh
the next story. This looks like Robert Mueller's uh, top thug, uh, Andrew Weissman, is um, is living. Uh, Andrew Weissman is a sinister figure in the United States government. He is, to me, is a symbol of lawlessness. Uh, Robert uh, Robert Mueller have uh, recruited him for obvious reasons because Andrew Weissman is known for his heavy-headedness. Uh, uh, Sidney uh, uh, Powell, a former uh, uh, prosec U.S. prosecutor, has uh, 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 wrote a book about him in the culture in the U.S. Um, in the uh, United States, uh, uh, is the United States Justice Department, and the name tell, uh, tells it all, License to Lie. It's a great book uh, if you want to read about the corruption and the culture in, uh, uh, in the U.S. Attorney's Office. It's probably the best book to read. She describes how uh, Enron uh, case was mishandled, which where um, uh, where uh, where Andrew Weisman uh, was one of the leading investigators and prosecutors. How they set up the whole company, um, Arthur Anderson, which was a, a, an accounting uh, giant. How they uh, purposefully made it fall and have hundreds of. Um, innocent uh, people lose their jobs over that. Uh, at the same time, they attacked Merrill Lynch and had two uh, executives put in jail uh, for about a year until the uh, I believe Supreme Court overturned their convictions. And what the, uh, on the, on the, while it was appealed, it was found out that Andrew Weissman with his uh, fellow um, Prosecutors basically lied and manufactured evidence and uh, kept ex exculpatory evidence from the uh, uh, from the defense. So they were okay putting uh, uh, putting innocent uh, people in jail. Now uh, the headline in NPR today is that top Mueller prosecutors stepping down in latest clue Russia inquiry may be ending. And no surprise to find any. Uh, any Russian inquiry. Uh, let me read you a couple of paragraphs. One of the most prominent members of Special Counsel Robert Mueller's team investigating Russia, uh, Russia's attack on 2016 presidential election will soon leave office uh, in the Justice Department. Two sources close to the matter tell NPR. Andrew Weissman, the architect of the case against former campaign chairman Paul Manafort, will study and teach at New York University and work on a variety of public service projects, including his long-standing interest in preventing wrongful convention by, by shoring up forensic science standards used in courts, the sources added. It sure sounds like he's being fired. Uh, it sure sounds like he is being fired. I sure hope that the new Attorney General Barr uh, just simply fired him and just uh, uh, let him say that uh, he is leaving on his own. Uh, going to teach in some New York university, it's not the same thing as being one of the high-ranking officials in, um, uh, 
high-ranking officials in, uh, in the Justice Department. It really looks like uh, uh, it really looks like uh, Mr. Barr is really cleaning it up because uh, let's go to the Mueller report. Uh, it looks like Mueller report is for sale. Uh, it looks like if you go to the uh, if if you if you go to the Amazon, uh, you can buy it for less than ten dollars. Uh, of course, it hasn't been made public yet, and doesn't look like it's even been uh, transmitted to uh, Mr. Barr, who is our attorney, uh, our attorney general. Yet it is, uh, yet yet it, yet it is for sale now. Uh, there are many conspiracy theories uh, about this, and I have my own. Uh, one of my own is what exactly? Why is it the date set is for sale March twenty sixth? The ruling class very rarely just arbitrarily gives dates like that. Uh, it usually signifies something. One of my fears is that uh, the Soros uh, types, the Soros um, revolutionaries, want to start a color revolution on uh, March the 26th. I have not seen any confirmation. I uh, have not seen big announcements of any protests or anything anywhere in the United States. So that particular theory may not uh, may not be correct. But why again the question comes in why something like that pops up? Is it just a money making uh, mechanism for Robert Mueller? And I wonder if there are any laws preventing uh, a uh, active uh, Department of Justice employee from publishing a book that uh, is actually a report uh, that belongs to the government. We have a lot of questions about that, and um, it is, that is very odd. But the fact that Andrew Weissman is leaving, and let's go back uh, to the previous uh, uh, previous screen, is really uh, makes uh, really really is very interesting. There was another uh, story that I found in the New York Times a couple of weeks ago um, that shifts the responsibility of uh, Mueller uh, not finding uh, any Russian collusion to one of his underlings. Uh, the headline on that story is uh, it's Mueller's investigation, but, but right behind him is Andrew Goldstein. Uh, now, I never heard about Andrew Goldstein before. It's very interesting that all of a sudden New York Times is saying, well, it's not Mueller, it's somebody who works for him. So if, like, all the experts and all the um, talking heads believe that Mueller report is a dud as far as Russian collusion goes, it looks like it's shifting responsibility, at least this article is trying to shift responsibility from Robert Mueller to somebody named uh, Andrew Goldstein. And this was published, um, let me scroll down a little bit, uh, uh, and you know what, it um, froze on me. But basically the article says that um, uh, that Andrew Goldstein uh, was the one that actually was uh, 
involved in negotiation with the President Trump's lawyers and spend most of the time uh, working on this uh, uh, on uh, on this particular on, on this particular situation. It's kind of interesting, kind of a, a corporate, um, a very low, mid-level uh, corporate. Uh, some a move that would be used some mid-level corporate executive to shift responsibility from himself. Uh, the next story I wanted to cover, and I'm sure you have heard by now that a uh, bunch of wealthy parents of our ruling class have been caught bribing Ivy League universities so their IQ children will get into them. That's very curious. Uh, at the same time, we have relentless attacks uh, by the ruling class on um, on Tucker Carlson, for instance. And if you don't listen to him, I think you're missing out. He's part of the ruling class. He went to Ivy League schools. He's the he grew up in in a wealthy family. His father was an anchor in uh, Los Angeles, a very interesting man. He's well versed in the ways our uh, ruling class works. And uh, he wrote, wrote an interesting book, Ship of Fools. I haven't read it yet. But from what I understand, he is really criticizing his own social class for forgetting that the backbone of our country is us, MAGA, the middle class, the deplorables. And um, it, it's kind of interesting that little by little, after... Um, Barack Obama era that brought unbelievable, unbelievable wealth uh, to the ruling class through redistribution of our tax money to them. Now we see the tide going the other ways. Uh, not as quickly as all of us uh, would like, but it's still going the other way. Uh, it looks like attacks on Trump. Uh, at least on that fake Russian collusion story are ending. Of course, they're going to attack him on everything and anything for as long as he is in the White House. But also, we see a steady erosion of the legitimacy of the American ruling class. And I think this scandal, this uh, college bribing scandal, is uh, one of the major blows to their legitimacy. Um... I mean, to, I mean, there is an idea uh, of uh, first introduced by Plato of the um, uh, what was uh, wizard kings? What was the um, uh, what was the philosopher kings? That was that was the term. That uh, his uh, his fictional uh, ideal city would be ruled by uh, philosopher kings, smart enlightened people who uh, ruled the city in the um, in the enlightened way so everybody is just and uh, everybody is uh, is happy if you will well obviously our ruling class is not enlightened our ruling class is not wise and they're not philosopher kings they're actually I don't know how else to say they're actually evil they're petty uh, all the stories about pedophilia, 
all the stories uh, about abuse of women, uh, all the stories about uh, the their unadulterated racism of the ruling class, uh, not only towards the non-white people, but towards the white people of the American middle class. The whole comments that uh, the the comments of uh, Hillary Clinton calling us the American middle class, primarily white middle class, uh, deplorables didn't come from nowhere. They really think that somehow if you're not part of the white upper class, you're genetically deficient. Otherwise, uh, why would she call us uh, irredeemable or unredeemable? Um, no longer the American ruling class has the legitimacy. In this story, it's another chink in their armor. I mean, they're going to fight back. This story is going to go away and then come back, go away and come back. There are more than 50 people involved in this. I would bet you there are thousands of people involved in this over the years. And uh, the more, this is a victory. The fact that uh, the Justice Department lawyers and FBI were emboldened enough, brave enough to investigate something like that and bring the prosecution to fruition means that the culture in D.C. has changed since our elected employee Donald Trump uh, took office, that things like that are possible. I do not see how how a move like that by the uh, Obama Justice Department would be possible. It would have been squashed. Because all of the people involved, all of the people involved are part of the lefty Democrat ruling class. That's the whole thing. Those are the people who have been caught bribing, uh, bribing the uh, uh, Ivy League University to get their IQ children into it. All of them, all of them feed, uh, feed off the government tit. They're born into a ruling class. They may, they may work or run uh, corporations, uh, some of them. Uh, they may be actors and actresses, but reality is if it's corporate controlled uh, situation, it means that somewhere they're getting money from American taxpayers. Uh, that, that's where it is. And this is a sad story. Uh, this is a, a truly, uh, truly sad story. This one is from, uh, from New Mexico. Uh, the, um, the governor of New Mexico seems to be on the verge of, uh, uh, of signing a um, uh, signing a bill uh, that will okay abortion, uh, will uh, allow abortion uh, up until the date, uh, the day of birth of a child. Um, her name, uh, her name is uh, uh, Michelle Lohan Grisham. Uh, he is another one of those, uh, uh, one of those uh, white women. Uh, that um, that pretends to be something that she is not. Pretends pretends to be Latina. Pretends to be Mexican. The headline. And this is from uh, Big League Politics from uh, March 11. Uh, let me see if I can read some of it. Uh, she vows to sign. Uh, uh, she vows to sign a bill 
that would allow uh, abortion up to 40 weeks, and that's when the children are born. Just as, and I'm reading the article, just as many states are pushing for heart, heartbeat bills, so are numerous states pushing for radical bills that allow abortion up to birth. Uh, New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, who calls herself a Catholic, has declared that she will win a, uh, she will sign a proposed bill that will make abortion up to birth legal for basically any reason. Even though New Mexico already allows uh, abortion up to birth, House Bill 51 will codify that into state law in case Roe versus Wade is overturned. Um, that's what evil looks like, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you the reason why the progressives, the Democrat Nazis, are pushing uh, for late-term abortions, that's not very complicated. Uh, the abortion industry, uh, Planned Parenthood and others, are making lots of money uh, uh, killing babies and then selling them uh, for parts. And uh, selling them for organs, putting out uh, organs for uh, uh, for bed globally. And the uh, more developed the little baby is, the more money they can get for her for his or her parts. This is just that simple. Uh, the abortion industry is uh, tied with the uh, uh, with the global organ uh, market industry. And by allowing 40-week uh, uh, abortion, later abortion, they're just increasing their profits uh, by selling, uh, by killing babies and selling their parts, uh, that's all. Uh, that's all. That's all there is to it. Um, if you need me to comment on this, on the moral um, absolute evilness, absolute evil of this situation, well, means your uh, compass is wrong. Stories like that should bring ire to you. Uh, you should be, uh, if you're a normal person who believes in sanctity of human life. Uh, you, you should be breathing fire every time you hear about Democrat Nazis wanting to kill little babies. And of course, the same people like uh, Governor Newsom in my state, California, uh, in the same uh, in the same breath as defending late time abortions, he um, is against death penalty for monsters who kill uh, little children. Um, I'm speechless. That's what evil looks like. That's what evil looks like. Anyways, ladies and gents, uh, remember, again, 12 rhinos stabbed our president and us in the back today. Uh, they need to be primaried. And that was Senator Lamar Alexander, Senator Roy Blunt, Senator Susan Collins, Senator Mike uh, Lee, Senator Jerry Morgan. Senator Lisa Murkowski, Senator Rand Paul, uh, Senator Rodman, Senator Mitt Romney, Senator Marco Rubio, uh, Senator Patrick Toomey, and Senator uh, Roger Wicker. Um, I am really disappointed in, uh, in Mike Lee, and I'm really disappointed in uh, Rand Paul. Uh, really. So, all those 12, they need to be primaried, and um, I'm sure some of them will be. 
All right, um, I really appreciate you joining me on uh, my uh, Periscope. Uh, appreciate it a lot more than I can ever, ever express in words. Each one of you is precious. Thank you for joining me uh, on this live stream, on this podcast. Um, I am a true blue citizen journalist. I just took an hour to do this uh, before I go home. Uh, I was in my office all day uh, punching doggies and uh, uh, earning my living. Uh, more than likely, I'll see you tomorrow. If not, I'll see you Saturday. God bless you, everybody. God bless you.